The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Week 15 is here. We know what that means, family. It's time for the playoffs. Playoffs? Yes, indeed. The fantasy football playoffs are upon us for those of you playing in proper leagues. If you're thinking to yourself, wait a minute, I don't have playoffs until next week, then I hope you're in an eight-team league or you need to talk to your commissioner. Let's break down the week 15 waiver wire ads right now on the Razzball Fantasy Football Show. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the program. Another Tuesday night, another Waiver Wire episode with your host, Sky Guasco. You can find me on Twitter, per always, at S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O. And, of course, I'm joined by my main man, Matt Styles. You can join Matt on Twitter as well, at Styles 8 Matt, we've made it. It was a long journey. You know, we always get to this time of year, and it's like, holy shit, we're at the fantasy football playoffs already. Or you're like, oh my God, I can't believe like we're finally here. Like it's been a dogfight just to get here. <laughs> so it kind of depends on your mentality in general. How are your teams sitting? How are you feeling personally heading into the fantasy football playoffs? Uh, Razzball, we won't even talk about, right? Uh, and, and I noticed you made some some movement in Razzball this weekend. Probably not enough to get you where you need to be, but... Uh, we'll just jump right over that. Uh, my other best ball, I will just act like it. the draft never even happened. Uh, two home leagues, which are pretty important, uh, pretty decent money on the line, and uh, a lot of smack talk that Derek and I have not been able to deliver. We've just had to suck the egg for a couple of years. Uh, we are the number two seed in both, so we get a nice. buy this week, uh, which kind of uh, floated into my article that I uh, wrote about waiver wire and posted out there today because it made me think, right? This is the first time in a long time that I've, I've had a buy going into the playoffs, uh, mostly because of injuries or just, you know, ill, Ill preparation going into the, uh, into the draft thinking I knew more than I actually did and, and uh, kind of bit, bit us in the, in the behind. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, the key at, for today, right? We're going to talk about the fact that if you, if you got the buy, if you've earned that, what do you do? And I even wrote in my article, if you don't, you can't just sit back and assume, Oh, I got the buy. I'm good. 
we, I think this waiver wire is, is maybe the most important uh, other than something you may have done last week to try to get into the playoffs. You, you can't sit back and wait. You have to keep acting uh, and, and Wednesday night will be a good time. I totally agree. And we will get into basically wearing two different hats, right? If yep. you're the five, six, four seed, you're looking to make a win to get into the second round. What's your approach? If you're in the one, two seed, you got to buy. Some leagues have, you know, 16 team leagues. You might have a number three seed, four seed having a buy as well. If you have a buy this week, what are you looking at as well? And also, really quickly, for the people who didn't make the playoffs in a certain league, right? Maybe there's consolation brackets, consolation prizes, DFS to look forward to as well. The fantasy football season rolls on for the next couple of weeks. Before we do that, though, of course, Matt, we want to make sure everybody's following us. Everywhere, Razzball is available on Twitter, of course. That's at Razzball, R-A-Z-Z-B-A-L-L. You can subscribe on the Razzball Fantasy Football YouTube show right here. Give us a like, hit that bell, subscribe. Please leave a comment. Let us know the seed that you have this year heading into the playoffs in your favorite league. And, of course, for those of you on the go, you can download and subscribe to the podcast, Razzball Fantasy Football Podcast. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, give us a rate and review there. We would much appreciate it as well. And, of course, you can join us Sunday morning, two hours before kickoff for the rest of the season to make sure you get your last-minute start-sit questions in. We talked a lot of DSTs last week, made some moves, made some good wins there, so we made some uh, advantages there. We had a couple last-minute. Jamison Williams made an appearance, first NFL catch, got a touchdown, so we'd love to see that there as well. So go catch us everywhere you can find Razzball. Matt, per usual, your article is alive and well on Razzball, as it is every single Tuesday. People can go find that for free. Razzball.com, the Week 15 waiver Wire article. Shout out to uh, In-N-Out Burger, not a sponsor, but uh, I grew up in California, and I used to go there three times a week maybe in high school. It's just the thing you do in high school when you're 17 years old, and uh, that's what you eat every day. So uh, I like to see that on your front cover there. So go check out the free article. And Matt, before we jump into your article and, of course, give our list of must-have waiver wire ads this week, we're going to kind of condense the list a little bit this week because there's so much more to talk about, and we could be here for two hours, but we're not going to do that. Give me kind of the perspective on, hypothetically, you're the sixth seed, you just got in, maybe you're tied with the seventh and eighth seed, but you had more points, so you backed in, you're facing the number three seed this week, then you're on your way to head on to the number one seed next week, maybe. How are you the fifth seed, the sixth seed, even the fourth seed preparing for not only winning this week, but setting yourself up for next week? Do you have a one week approach? Are you looking ahead? Are you stashing? And when you're done, I'll give the other perspective of I've got a bye week. How do I look ahead? Yeah, for, for me, it's simple. You, you, every season or every game is a one game season at this point. Uh, you know, there's no bye weeks. There's no, uh, well, maybe I can just stash a guy and wait till next week. If you're four five or six, or, yeah, and, and some even three, right? Yeah, three, four, five, or six. Here, here's the deal. You have to win. If you want to win the championship, you got to win this week. So my my biggest piece of advice is you're not married to anybody on your roster, right? Unless you have a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. You're not married to uh, guys outside of Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb. What you have to do is determine what of, which of those guys, based on – their matchup, not necessarily what they've done weeks one through 14 minus their bye week, but you have to determine based on the schedule. And we talked about the schedule in the article uh, today. You, you have to decide who is releasable because you've got a guy in the wire that's either outperforming them currently, right? Recency bias that we talked about on Sunday, or the fact that their schedule is so soft that you have to give them attention and you have to add them. So right now, 
If you have Lamar Jackson, I hate to say it, but you probably have to look at dropping him if you need somebody to start. Mike White, Brock Purdy, whoever it may be, you have to have somebody on that team that's going to put up points. You need floor right now, and you hope floor turns into ceiling. Uh, Again, you're not married to anybody on that roster unless they are an absolute superstar stud, must start every week. Otherwise, they are cuttable, and you need to add somebody that's going to spice up your lineup. I like that. I'm going to double team on that. So we'll, I'll take the perspective of I've got a I've got a bye week this week. I'm the number one seed. I'm the number two seed again in deeper leagues. Maybe you're the three and four also have bye weeks this week. But for me, if I have a bye week, I'm not playing this week. I'm not going to get cocky. I'm not going to not check my roster. I'm not going to bench all my guys, you know, and be one of those dudes. What I'm going to do is focus on the waiver wire tonight and tomorrow, and I'm going to look ahead a week. I don't play this week. My score doesn't matter. That's fine. Also, be very careful. I do play in one league. And I know this is getting more popularized where in the postseason, even if you have a bye week, the tiebreakers are based on total points in the playoffs themselves, right? So it's not the whole season where the number one seed just kind of wins out all the time. In the playoffs specifically, you start getting total points. So if you have a tiebreaker or anything like that, you have one bad week, all of a sudden that can knock you out in a tiebreaking situation. So roster a team, get those points on your on your side. For me, I'm looking ahead, right? Matt kind of alluded to it, but for me, I'm looking to play a little defense against my opponent. So if I'm the number one seed and your league is set up correctly, you should play the lowest seed that wins coming your way. Let's say the six seed upsets the number three seed. It's fantasy football. Anything happens, you would get the number six seed. If number three wins, but number five beats four, you would play number four and so on. So if I think number six is probably going to get blown up by three, maybe I look at the four or five matchup. I think number five has upside. Maybe they get a guy healthy. They could upset number four. I'm going to look at that number five roster and say, you know what? They've been streaming tight end all week or all season. And now there's a couple of guys out there that I like, right? Or maybe they're streaming quarterbacks. There's a couple of quarterbacks here. Man, they have Dalvin Cook and they don't have Alexander Madison. He's on the waiver somehow. I don't even need him as a running back, but I'm going to pick him up just in case. So I play a little defense, maybe streaming defense, a kicker, whatever. This week, I'm playing defense, and as Matt said, there's somebody in your roster probably carrying dead weight at this point. Drop them, right? Also, one more thing. Now, this is a little bit arrogant. It's a little bit uh, risky, but it can really benefit you if your team is loaded in a certain perspective. I also like to set grenades every once in a while, landmines, if you will, in fantasy football. I hate to say this, and I'm not saying to drop Mike Evans automatically, but let's be real. He has not been Mike Evans for a month six weeks, whatever. If he's on the waiver wire, who's going to pick him up in your league? Everybody. If they pick up Mike Evans, what are they going to do? They're going to start him, of course. So if you don't believe you need him, A, or he's a risk to your team, drop him. Somebody could pick him up in your opponent. They play him against you. Maybe he lays a burger. Yes, obviously he can go off, but more often than not right now, he has not been doing that. So that's a player that I might be willing to let go of to kind of set that uh, elusive nature, right, to pick him up and maybe it backfires on your opponent. So playing a little defense, looking ahead, sitting your roster for next week. I'm also looking ahead at DSTs in two weeks. Play those matchups, not this week. Okay, so it's a look ahead um, at the fantasy full playoffs, kind of at large, and of course we'll help you out Sunday mornings, two hours before kickoff, right here on the Rasball Fantasy Football YouTube show also. Okay, Matt, let's do an abridged version here. Uh, weekly listeners and viewers have been with us all season long. We generally go name by name, kind of talk through this entire article for sake of time and the fact that you've basically tripled up your article content this week with the amount of names added here. So it's a great read for free on Razball.com. Again, um, everyone should go check it out and get all the names as we're not diving into everybody. 
But what I'd like to do here instead is do kind of a high level, maybe pick one guy per position. Let's dive into that. And then we'll kind of do some high level, just extra names if they need it. And per usual, let's start off. It's been Mike White for, I think, like nine weeks in a row, if I remember correctly. But we've decided to audible this week. So who is your overall waiver wire ad of the week at any position this week heading into week 15? Uh, based on what he did against Dallas, it's Chris Moore, uh, wide receiver from Houston. Uh, is there any guarantee that he's going to do that in 15, 16, or 17? No. Uh, but I answered uh, one of the one of my readers that, that comments and asks questions every week uh, sent me a note uh, on the on the article. You can read that if you scroll all the way down past the ads. You'll see all the questions and answers below. Um, and he said, well, what about if Nico Collins or Brandon Cooks comes back? And my answer to him was, my gut tells me Brandon Cooks is going to find an injury every single week. He is not playing another down for the Houston Texans. Do I know that? No. Do I? Am I in their front office? No. But my gut tells me that that, that marriage is is over. It's headed I for agree. divorce. Uh, it's not going to be pretty. They're not going to split the the goods, right? Cooks is going to leave town and it's going to be ugly. So I don't think that he they have any need to play him. Uh, they, they just they don't care. Uh, he doesn't care. So I think that it's going to be Chris Moore and he showed out. He looked really, really good. Um, and as much as Packer fans, right, you know, I'm a homer, a Packer fan, much as they want to talk about Amari Rogers catching a touchdown after 26 games of no touchdowns with Green Bay, he's not the guy. Uh, Philip Dorsett, anybody that's a Colts fan, yep, Philip Dorsett is not the answer. Uh, he's probably been on, what, another 12 teams to include practice clubs. But for me, it's, it's Chris Moore, uh, especially if Damian Pierce is going to miss multiple weeks, which it seems like he will, then Davis Mills is going to drop back and throw the football and Right now, that's the best receiver we have, or they have. If Nico comes back, Nico goes into the number one spot, and uh, Chris Moore will be number two. But I don't think that's going to really affect his um, his production. Ten catches, right? Eleven targets. You have to pay attention to eleven targets. So that that's my ad of the week. And at this point, if you have dead weight on your roster, if you have a receiver you don't feel comfortable starting, if you didn't go get DJ Chark then Chris Moore is a guy you absolutely have to look at. I love that. I love that. And and on top of that, I mean, again, like 10 receptions and 124 yards is obviously very impressive, but that's what he uh, produced with those 11 targets. But 11 targets, especially from a younger player, are earned opportunities. You have to earn looks and targets in the NFL. Houston just didn't have anybody else, so maybe there's a little bit of leeway there. But nonetheless, I agree with you. I totally agree that Brandon Cooks is done. He's basically protesting. Uh, what is this? You know, quiet quitting is the new fad. Yeah. I think Brandon Cooks is quiet quitting for the Texans, to be honest with you. And Nico Collins may be coming back or not. Um, nonetheless, Damian Pierce being out, I think this is a good front runner. I totally agree there. So Chris Moore is your number one pickup, 98% available in all leagues there. So it's a great ad in all leagues and all formats. I love that. All right, let's move on to the quarterback position. Spoiler alert, couple familiar names here, but there are quite a bit of uh, names in single quarterback leagues that I'll kind of just list off quickly as well. But who are your top one or two options uh, in single quarterback leagues? Uh, I think Purdy is on a short week. Is that right? They go uh, they Thursday, go Thursday night up in Seattle. Yep. yep. So he's not going to have uh, Debo. Uh, Debo might have an extended absence, but guess what? Who cares? It's Brock Purdy, right? I mean, he doesn't need Debo. Obviously, he, he just needs a little George Kittle sprinkled in. He needs some Ayuk, and he needs McCaffrey to stay healthy. Uh, for me, really, the only two ads: if Jared Goff is not available, uh, and if Sunshine Trevor Lawrence is not available, which have kind of been the streaming quarterbacks over the year. If they're not available in your league, and they probably aren't, then I would look seriously at Mike White, but keep keep an eye on his uh, 
his rib injury. He took a nasty hit on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and then I would look at Brock Purdy. But you're only using them if you absolutely have to, right? We're not talking upside. We're not talking, oh, he could, he could do this. He might do that. Nope. You simply have to play one of those guys because you have no other option. If you had Lamar and you took Tyler Huntley and now Tyler Huntley's hurt, you've got to go get one of these guys because you need the floor. You hope for the ceiling. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, just a couple other deeper names in case those guys, those are popular names recently. They may not be available. A couple other names to look at here. Off the bye, Matt Ryan going up against the Vikings. You have Ryan Tannehill, who obviously it's Derrick Henry's team, but every once in a while Tannehill will pop off going up against the uh, Chargers, who can be thrown on, of course. And then Taylor Heineke also coming back off a bye, but just played the Giants literally two weeks ago, plays them again. He dropped 275-2, and two, um, so not a bad matchup. That game was in Jersey. This one's in D.C. I like that, and I wouldn't play him yet, but a decent stash if you have room would maybe be Devson and Redder, who is taking over from my boy Marcus Mariota, unfortunately. I do not want him against the Saints, but he's got a beat-up Ravens defense and the Cardinals Coming up after that, just in case, um, you know, things have hit the fan for you uh, this week. So those are other couple decent names for you moving forward. And Davis Mills might be an option there for you also. All right, Matt, let's look at the running back position. Who is your top running back this week? Uh, they're not really listed in order. So the top running back for me, we discussed at the beginning, is handcuff, right? You have to have Alexander Madison for a couple of reasons. Dalvin Cook always gets hurt, and he hasn't really been injured so far. But Dalvin Cook had a nasty fumble inside the 10. If that happens again and they're in a game, Madison's probably going to get more looks. But by the way, this dude should be owned already in every league by everybody that owns Dalvin Cook. It's a no-brainer. It's got to be done. I've been talking about him in my article for weeks. This guy is an RB1 if Cook goes down or Cook sees the pine because he can't hold on to the football. Cook's not known as a fumbler. Uh, but, I mean, they lost to the Lions. That's that's something that's going to be seen on film. It's going to be discussed. Uh, I don't think that changes the RB1 in Minnesota, but you never know. That is a good offense that's going to probably have to score points because I think their defense is getting tired, uh, and I don't think they're as good as they were earlier in the year, right? Zadarius Smith, Daniel Hunter, they're just, they just look tired. I think they've been on the field a lot, uh, and – by the way, the option number one is Justin Jefferson, but they're going to run the ball. They're going to attempt to 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 do that because Kirk Cousins will throw interceptions and he will uh, fumble the ball every once in a while. So they, they've got to balance that attack. And if anything happens to Cook, you've got to have Madison as your uh, – uh, I mean, imagine this, right? You're the guy on the bye. You don't pick up Madison. The number five seed does. And Cook has a soft tissue issue, Right. That guy comes back and beats you with Madison. You'll never forgive yourself. Yep. Totally agree. I'm in seven leagues and I have Madison in six of them. I have Dalvin cook in two. I have Madison in six. The only league I don't have him in is a dynasty league where the guy drafted him like four years ago. So um, I have Madison in every league. It's been like that for a long time. And Tony Pollard's the same thing. AJ Dillon too, uh, which is kind of awkward, but still waiting for that one. A um, lot of other, other running backs to mention here, Matt, and, and you're welcome to dive into anybody else you'd like to, but just high level. Again, everyone can check out your free article at Raswell.com for all of the analysis. But for sake of time, we've got James Cook looking much, much better each week for the Buffalo football bills. He's only 60% rostered, so he's available in 40%. It's a little bit higher than our mark usually, but again, you're looking at high-profile offenses, high-profile running backs. Go look at James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother, of course. 
Dario Gumbawale, Rex Burkhead made an appearance last week. You mentioned Damian Pierce potentially getting beat up for a couple of weeks there. So some other Houston running backs. And then let's also look at Deion, Deion Jackson. You have Cam Akers, Travis Homer, Jordan Mason. Again, all these guys are basically handcuffs at this point. A couple other names here. Gus Edwards has not been looking good. J.K. Dobbins look great, uh, but he's an option as well. Kevin Harris popped off on Monday Night Football for the Patriots. Damian Harris might still be out there. Tyler Algier, Chuba Hubbard, uh, some of these other guys there. So, again, if you're really deep or you're looking for any just kind of a prayer, if you had any uh, injuries or low on running backs or anything, there's a lot of names there that might not get you lots of opportunity, but if the top dog goes down, you should be running into some workload. Are there any additional running backs that I had mentioned you want to dive into, or would you like to jump into wide receiver? Yeah, we can go to wide receiver, but I will tell you the sneaky name on that list with the easiest schedule against running backs for 15, 16, and 17 is Deion Jackson. The Colts have an absolute cakewalk uh, against the run their last three games. So he, he's he's almost Madison-like that you have to have him because if Taylor gets injured, uh, then Jackson's going to just go bananas. Love it. Let's jump into the wide receivers, man. Who is your top wide receiver? And again, you've got about 10 names here. Who's your top wide receiver? Uh, other than uh, Chris Moore, right? Really, if if we hadn't mentioned DJ Chark last week and he wasn't 40-plus percent owned, he'd be the number one guy. Uh, right now you don't start him in week 15. This is a, this is exactly the number one and number two seed guy that you add because absolutely whoever picks him up this week, they're going to start him and he's going to get shut down by the jets and sauce Gardner. Probably, even though Gardner will probably travel with, uh, Amon uh-huh. Ross and Brown, but Chark is not going to go off against the jets outside. He is a perfect number one or number two seed stash because week 16 and 17, They've got an absolute bevy of offensive snaps coming against uh, at Carolina and against the Bears. So Chark has to be owned. And then you, if you want to go into the skyfecta of Trent's, I'll, I'll hand those over to you. Yeah, so a lot of other names here. So again, we've got Trent Taylor, former 49er, of course, with the uh, Bungles. But we've also got Trenton Irwin, who caught the long-distance touchdown. So everyone watching Red Zone, right, or the Bengals game, however, you see this, like, 60-yard touchdown. Like, oh, Bengals, I've got one of those guys on my fantasy team. It's Trenton Irwin, somebody that nobody's heard of before. Long touchdown. Shouts out to my man Trenton Irwin and his family, but not awesome. Then, of course, we have Trent Sherfield as well. So once again, Trent Taylor and Trenton Irwin for the Bungles and Trent Sherfield for the Miami Dolphins, if not for a loose coverage two weeks ago against my Niners, Trent Sherfield is probably irrelevant. However, Tyreek Hill came up gimp for a lot of that game, and he was playing through it, and he's tough, and he should be ready, and yada, yada. However, the Dolphins are looking to make a, a pretty decent run in the postseason. I would not be shocked if they get up on a team in the next week or two where they just shut down Tyreek Hill in the second half. They almost lost Waddle already. They can't lose Tyreek Hill, and if they do that, the Dolphins are toast. So they might kind of pull these guys back a little bit. Trent Sherfield would be a nice uh, stash as well. And then a couple of the names here I wanted to mention. Elijah Moore, 27% roster, but getting a little bit more work there. And then Alec Pierce, Jahan Dodson, Equinemia St. Brown. Again, kind of dart throws, but if you're in a, in a tough situation or maybe you play with two or three flex positions, those are another couple options. Is there any other wide receiver you'd like to touch on before we get into tight ends? No, all I will say is is look at the Jets' schedule for 15, 16, and 17. Detroit, Jacksonville, and at Seattle. Love it. If Elijah Moore does not eat in those three games, then he's not hungry. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they got a lot of other options there too. And obviously, you know, another name that is probably, I mean, he's going to be the hottest probably because it was fun, but it was only two catches. Jamison Williams. A lot of people have already stashed him for weeks and weeks and weeks. We've been telling you to do it on this program for two months, but Jamison Williams finally played, caught a 70 yard touchdown immediately. Now, all of a sudden he's going to be on the radar there too. So keep an eye on him and maybe Kadarius Tony uh, comes back as well. And of course we mentioned Chris Moore earlier. All right, Matt, let's wrap it up here and get into the tight ends. Usually we only have one tight end to mention, but again, it is stream season. You're in the playoffs. If you don't have Kelsey, right, you don't have uh, Andrews, you're you're been streaming all season long. So who are some tight ends that you can be confident with in the next couple of weeks? Can you believe we're even going to talk about this guy? Sure can. (laughs) You never draft Eric Ebron or Evan Ingram. Never the guy, Hayden Hurst, right, Hunter Henry. You never awesome draft the guys with the two the letters that are same in first and last last name. And I mean Evan Ingram, we were texting back all, all Sunday. He he this is a league winner. This is a position that is absolutely awful. And if that dude does that in 15, 16, 17, you're gonna win your matchup. Because you have other players that are just gonna do their thing. Ingram, he's it makes me sick to my stomach, but this guy could win your fantasy football league for you. And again, look at the schedule, right? They, 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 uh, I, I just can't. I don't even know what to say. It makes me sick because I have Andrews, right? And I have uh, Goddard, who I'm waiting to come back healthy. I had Dolchich. We had Hunter Henry last night as a as a quick claim, you know, just because we needed a couple extra points. Never once did I even consider Evan Ingram, even though he was scoring touchdowns, getting some catches. You have to consider him now. And look at that. 44% of leagues, he's still out there. He's still available. It's crazy. Tyler Conklin always makes our list. Daniel Bellinger as well. Um, you know, you mentioned Hunter Henry also. I mean, he's he's highly managed, but to keep an eye on him. He had a great couple of last couple of games we've been talking about. Of course, Pat Fryermuth might be available out there too in streaming leagues. He's been a nice option. Um, Chagosia Mokongwu. For the Titans is playing well. Taysom Hill is that cheat code coming off a of bye. If you like that move there as well, Austin Hooper is another name. So if you're scraping the barrel anyway, you might as well look for options. And we're looking for anybody in a high-powered offense that could score a touchdown on accident. Anything else is frosting for the tight end position. Matt, we're going to add a bonus segment because it is the playoff season. Sneaky important. Bob and I had an entire episode earlier last week that is still relevant now. It's not like that this information was for the playoffs. So if you missed our DST preview for the fantasy football playoffs, please make sure to dial it back a couple of episodes on the podcast or right here on the YouTube channel and make sure to catch up with Bob and my breakdown of the favorite DSTs and some high power DSTs maybe to avoid depending on matchups. It's a lot of great information in that one. But Matt, for the first time this season, we added some streaming DSTs to the waiver article. It's so important for those people that play with DSTs in their league. So who is a DST or two? Everyone heard my spiel for about 35 minutes with Bob the other night. Who's a DST or two that you are liking with their matchups or maybe their roster ship, whatever it happened to be? Who's a couple of DSTs you're looking to target in the next couple of weeks for the fantasy playoffs? So I... Because I have the buy, I kind of did Denver. If you can grab Denver this week, because they get the Rams uh, in Week 16. But if I if I had to grab two, right? If I want to ba- uh, grab one and then have a backup, it's probably going to be the Chargers and the Lions. And I know you love to hear the second name on that list. Um, 
it ju- you just have to pay attention to the fact that they are they've got a pretty cush schedule against Carolina and Chicago. The issue with Chicago, right, is never fields is going to run, uh, and can they contain him? That I don't know. Uh, most teams have not been able to do that. But even if you look at what Fields did against Green Bay, right, Green Bay wins that game. Fields pops a 71-yarder. The rest is just kind of, eh, right? It's all, it's all right. He didn't do much else uh, because Green Bay figured out what they needed to do after that. You know, they get boat raced on the one play. But he's going to get one of those runs every week, just like Josh Allen will, just like Jalen Hurts will, just like Lamar Jackson would have had he been healthy. Uh, but I think if Detroit can figure it out and keep scoring, right, where they have to throw the football in Chicago, then I think Detroit's a great ad. And I think the Chargers, if you watched them the other night, they were down, what, three? Was it Derwin James? Yeah. Uh, Bosa, right? And they had one other guy. I can't – the name escapes me, but I think it was defensive lineman, uh, maybe a, a nose tackle or whatnot. And, and they absolutely – punched their opponent in the face they looked tough yep. they looked nasty they looked rested uh, and by the way their offense is starting to click the guys are healthy so i figure that they're going to be able to pin their ears back and go after a quarterback and it doesn't hurt that it's tennessee week 16 at indy right the, the turnover prone matt ryan most turnovers in the nfl and they finish the super bowl or the fantasy bowl is the is the rams yeah battle for los angeles by the way that's a Rage Against the Machine album. Oh, you're not you're not getting some you're not getting rage by me, my man. <laughs> Love that excellent album. Uh, so I I totally agree. I mean, the Chargers beat, and not only did they beat up their opponent, they beat up a very good Dolphins offense that was firing on all all cylinders, and they really shut them down though, which is very impressive. So you had mentioned the Chargers. You talked about my Lions. I love it at the Jets, at the Panthers, and you got your um got the uh, Never Feels Bears. So I love the Lions as well. A couple of the names here we'll mention. And we, Bob and I talked a lot about stacking defenses, right? When I get to this point of the fantasy playoffs, I grab a DST that I'm playing this week, and then I'll look ahead and grab one for next week, maybe even the championship looking ahead so that I have those offenses and defenses ready to go if I have some dead weight that I can cut on my team. So the Minnesota Vikings are another one I like going up this week against Matt Ryan coming off a bye, but in Minnesota, that defense can get hungry as well. Then they got the Giants, which Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. At Green Bay, that one's going to be ugly, but it's a divisional game in the snow probably. You never know. Could slow Rodgers down quite a bit there. Rams are not amazing. I think they're going to get beat up by your Packers, but then they get Russell Wilson, maybe if he's even healthy enough to come back. If not, they get a beat up um, Broncos offense. It's already bad, and I don't like him against the Chargers, but I do like the Rams in week 16 in your semi, and then the Cardinals. Didn't play amazing against the Patriots last night, but Kyler went down early. That whole team was flustered. It was a mess. But they get Denver. Tom Brady's not playing well. And then, again, Desmond Ritter and the uh, Falcons in your championship there. So keep an eye on the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Lions. And I'll throw one more out there that's probably not available, but they may have been dropped because they were on bye last week. Two teams, actually. I'll give you the New Orleans Saints at home this week against Desmond Ritter, the rookie quarterback. Uh, on the road in New Orleans for the Falcons, and then a non-Deshaun Watson (laughs) team yet in the Cleveland Browns. And then also I'm going to look at the Washington Commanders, fresh off a bye as well, getting uh, Daniel Jones and then Brock Purdy and the Niners, who are playing well, but also gets uh, Deshaun Watson and the uh, Browns in your championship there too. So double up some of those DSTs if they make sense for you. 
All right, we're not crazy enough to go into kicker streams per se, but of course, if you play kicker leagues, look ahead also. Domes this time of year, high-profile offenses, high-scoring offense abilities. That's what you want from your kickers when possible. Matt, that's the end of our list for now. Everybody can go look at your article in full at rasball.com if they want the entire rundown. But is there anybody we missed, anybody else you want to throw out there, any last-minute mentions before we let everybody get into their fantasy playoffs? No, we have one question. I figure we can uh, knock that out and then get out of here. You got it. Blurpy, thank you for checking us out, and thank you for sticking around. We had to get through a lot this evening, so appreciate you being present and always jumping in here. We got ETN, Zonovan White, or Evans. Uh, I imagine that's Mike Evans, and I can't believe Mike Evans and Zonovan White are in the same conversation, but that's where we're at in fantasy playoffs in the flex. So let's think maybe half PPR. You got ETN, Zonovan White, Mike Evans at the flex. What do you think, Matt? So coming into the into the year, right? Evans is the no doubter. Uh, Etn is second, and and nobody knows who Zonovan Knight is right now. I honestly think that with the eye test right now, the best player is Zonovan Knight. But I'm probably gonna. I'd rather have Etn. I think he's the better NFL back, uh, followed by Zonovan Knight because I think running backs are uh, more thin. At this point, I think you can replace Evans much easier than you can replace a running starting running back. So I'm going. I'm going exactly in the order he's got them typed in there. Uh, and I and I hate to say it, right. I don't love it. Didn't we say that this last week? I don't love it. Uh, but Evans right now, Tampa Bay looks out of sorts. Uh, they look slow. They look old. Uh, and in fact, I will tell you. Hopefully, none of our opponents are listening. But Derek and I are probably dropping uh, Rashad White for Zonerman uh, night this week. Even though we're on a buy, I think we're gonna we're gonna make that move, and yep. somebody can go grab uh, Rashad White, right? Yep. And they can watch the timeshare with uh, Fournette, and when Tampa gets behind, it's gonna be all Fournette. So, and, and again, um, I was talking about some of those landmines, right? I think yep. Rashad White's a great one. There's still a lot of hype. There's whatever, but it's not him. It's Leonard Fournette. It's Leonard Fournette on third downs, two minute drill. Rashad White scored the last minute touchdown there a couple nights ago on national TV because Leonard Fournette played 15 plays in a row and he needed a breather, but he would have scored otherwise. Right. So I think that's going to sway. So I totally agree with you, Matt. You can drop him as dead weight. Maybe he picks up and Zonovan White could be an option there too. Um, I totally agree, man. Travis Etienne has been real slow lately, uh, but he's getting 13 carries, 17 carries, but just, you know, 50 to 30 yards, not great. But again, he's getting still getting that three to four, targets per week and against dallas i mean let's be honest like jaguars are gonna have to throw the ball and keep up and i think a lot of that's gonna go through the air to uh, travis Etienne. so in half and in, in full ppr leagues i like etn there um mike evans unfortunately man is just not it it's chris godwin and it's the run game so um not loving mike evans right now and i think that uh, uh zonovan white and etn would uh would be our our options there okay matt any final thoughts before we get out of here no, I'm good. Uh, be careful if you uh, eat Chipotle on an empty stomach, right? If, if, if right. it can come and get you. So I, um, I'll shout out to Bob, right? Uh, I had my mm-hmm. issues today, but here we are. We knocked it out. We're good, good to go. And we'll see who's hung over on Sunday, right? You got to tune in. Sure. And see who's who's uh, hung over on Sunday. And my, and remember, all these teams that are out there, there's still a Thursday night game. There's three games on Saturday, so don't sleep on your roster. Hundred percent. I love it. Absolutely. Thursday night football. Saturday all day. Sunday all day and Monday night as well. Get ready for those fantasy football playoffs, folks. Of course, you can DM me personally at Sky Guasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O on Twitter, or you can hit up Styles as well, Styles 8 And, of course, read that entire article. Leave it. Matt is batting a 1,000, which is impossible for a whole season. You leave this man a comment, 
you're going to get a response. Go leave a comment. Leave a comment right here on the YouTube page as well. We'll catch you Sunday morning, two hours in your local time before kickoff, and we will see you next time. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. Make sure to leave a rate and review on the podcast, and check out all of our great writers at rasball.com. Until next time, enjoy yourself, and best of luck this week in your fantasy football playoffs. Let's go get those hashtag Razball titles. We'll catch you soon.